We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land we record on, and pay our respects to the elders past, present and future. You know, it's also fine for us to like fuck up and say that we fucked up if you want. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay, you go then. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck up then. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. No sleeping at your friend's house. No sex until you have a spouse. No smoking, no drinking till you're 30. Let it sink in. Brush your teeth before you go to bed. Buy a gift when you visit a friend. Stand up, oh, don't you dare sit down. The guests are here, don't make me look like a clown. Because I said so. Welcome to Because I Said So. My name is Lem. And my name is Nazanin. And basically, we've just been, you know, recording this intro like five times. <laughs> we've fucked it up five Amen. times, literally. Because we struggle to kind of explain in a simple way what the podcast is about. So it's pretty much called Because I Said So, because this is one of the most popular phrases among Middle Eastern mums. Mm-hmm. Or I would say like even Asian there are so many podcasts out there uh, that are filled with, you know, people just talking blabber. This is us talking blabber, <laughs> yeah. but the only difference is that you're hearing it from people who came to Australia as refugees, really, yes. and and their lives. And um, we are both, I think, pretty privileged. Very. Whenever somebody hears refugee, they might like think, you know, oh, somebody's really struggling. We are very fortunate with our backgrounds, very but much. it is literally just a different perspective yeah the perspective that you don't hear about or or hear from or maybe nowadays are too scared to ask because everything's so pc totally let's just get something straight if you are offended Mm. and easily offended by terms like whore and sex and vagina and dick and anal being our first episode just Mm -hmm. i I, yeah unsubscribe yeah (laughs) unsubscribe don't hear this around children i should say this at the top oh that should be a warning yeah that should definitely be a warning so yeah personally i don't i've I've never understood the word like person of color because we're all colors and like even white is a color Mm. but (laughs) but i do think it's like the way that people have chosen to address the people who have you know for the longest time kind of marginalized really put on the side you don't hear stories of a Jordanian girl coming to Australia because she's gay and coming to live here really seeking asylum that's me by the way I was gonna say if if no one knows that is Lem's story that is my story exactly um I like pussy and I couldn't get it in Jordan so I came here to invade your land for pussy Uh, <laughs> and now I have every pussy at my disposal. Yes. No, I am um, loyal to only one. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, and Nazanin as well. Like you've got you've got quite an interesting background. As well. Yeah. So same. I'm Persian. I wasn't born here. We came as refugees, as you mentioned earlier. And my parents were the ones that kind of went through the struggle, and I also went through a lot of bullying, which is what I think um, a lot of people of color do go through, specifically when you come from a very white. Uh, yeah city or country or being Mm. Australia especially in the 80s early 90s yeah 
Yeah, yeah. And, and probably like your food was smelly to other people, right? Oh, they hated it. <laughs> they, and I used to be so embarrassed to take it. Yeah. Even our sandwiches were like mortadella. And oh my God, like, I love mortadella. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. it was nothing like ham and tomato, yeah. nothing like that. Also, you're going to hear us a lot like saying, oh, this is Western and this is Eastern. We're not really about discrimination per se. We will mm. joke a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is not going to be PC, but... It's just us talking about our lives, really. Yeah. And really talking about sex, talking about shame, talking about um, the shit that we blame our parents for, basically <laughs> everything. everything. <laughs> and, and like, really, we do come from a background where um, we weren't given as much agency as kids who grow up here. You no. Know? I, I have a, a, a wonderful, beautiful, amazing uh, partner, and uh, I do live with her two kids, and I co-parent. And... I'm just li- literally trying to do the exact opposite sometimes of what my mom did. Yeah. Um, oh, I hear you, sister. <laughs> I hear you. It's a our, daily struggle. <laughs> our moms are amazing. They but, are. But they fucked up sometimes. <laughs> I have to say it. That's why we're kicking everything off with anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We thought we'd choose a really light topic. <laughs> just a tip. The first thing about anal is I'm just going to have to say that I haven't tried it until two years ago. The fact that you've tried it at all is astonishing to me. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, again, this is something that I would not talk about with someone that um, either I wasn't really, really close friend with, which we obviously are, but from someone my own culture, what if they go and tell, like, my mum's auntie's cousins and then my mum all all of a sudden is like, my daughter is a whore, she takes it up the ass. (laughs) You know? But actually, interestingly, a lot of my friends had anal before having actual let's say i don't know clitoral sex um, i don't know like it's frontals. oh coitus is coitus yeah i don't know why i have to say it in a british accent <laughs> coitus um yeah so it, it's basically so many women in the arab world want to preserve their virginity either for what they think is their opinion which i still respect or because it's enforced on them yes. through their family and and culture and all of that and so they choose to go from the other hole. Take it up the ass. Take it up the ass. Upper the butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, the first time I tried it was with, with a woman, actually, not with a man. Okay. Interestingly. I feel like it would be less scary with a woman. Um. Yes. And less rough. Yes. It was very shocking to me that I actually enjoyed it. I did not expect that. Right. Yeah. D- okay. Talk me through it. I'm actually interested. Second to ask, you know. okay. by second. So first, <laughs> idea I was took it? off my panties. <laughs> this is a different type of podcast. I w- wiped my ass. Um, I liked it so much that I'm thinking of lasering my butthole now, yeah. and it is happen. I have paid for yeah. the session. It, it was just basically her explaining to me that you you will you might very much like it, and it wasn't very invasive and yeah. sudden. It was very slow. And that is why I will always champion same-sex sex because it's just epic, really. It's just yeah, understanding it's your sweet. body and understanding. Yeah. yeah. I struggled at the beginning because I was worried about dirty. Yeah. Like, being dirty, you know? It's probably why I haven't done it. Oh, you haven't? No. Really? Yeah, no. Whoa. Yeah, and I'm married. Oh, I forgot to mention I don't that. know why I thought you, you have. That's why I, I was I shocked. Because I like a fucking whore. <laughs> it's, I mean, easy mistake, Lim. <laughs> So is it, do you think it's inspired, like it's because of your culture or? Uh, No, I think it's absolutely what you had said. I'm too scared. Like what if I shit all over him? 
Oh, it's like more of the dirty stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, look, I think that if your partner's like you're okay with um, eventually like that stuff doesn't become disgusting to you, like you kind of have that um, openness that, yeah. you know, peeing in front of someone is okay. But I think shitting is a whole different Yeah, shitting, shitting is just, yeah, it's never happened to me. If it comforts you to know. And if I feel what? like there's a little shit about to come out, I wouldn't do it. Well, this is... <laughs> you shit first. Yeah, well, I think people douche as well. I need to try Yeah, okay. Shit. So this is what I've heard about it, mainly from gay people. Mm. N- not gay women, gay men. Gay men, yeah. You douche? Do you know what a douche is? I think you put like, kind of like a mini enema. No? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a... That's where the term douchebag comes from, by the way, if you mm. haven't heard of it before. Yeah, I heard of it. Um, so you called that. Yeah. I called you that? No, you didn't. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what a I've just bitch. been called it. Okay, right. So it's literally like um, it's got water in it. It's got a nozzle and then that you, you use that in oh. your butthole to get the water out. Is it like a bidet? Yeah, but the bidet you only wash wash outside of your butthole. Oh, the douche the you put inside. it inside to get rid shit. of like all the mm. stuff in your canal. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. the other thing. That poo doesn't actually live in your asshole canal. It is actually in your bowels and your intestine. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean logically it makes sense. Mm. But still like just I guess for me personally, I'm like, what if? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gay anal sex is very interesting in the Middle East. And when I say Middle East, by the way, I'm generalizing. But in where I grew up, which is in the Levantian area, like Jordan, Lebanon and these areas, it's more okay for guys to like be the one behind than the one, like be the one giving it than the one receiving it. Yeah, in Australia, it's called top. Oh, okay. So it's more okay for you to be top than bottom. Yeah. And it's actually true. like men kind of think that they're not gay if they're giving it to it's the other guy. It's still a masculine, like masculinity thing, right? That is just... Yeah. <laughs> Get over it. You're just fucking someone in the ass. Exactly. And he's a guy and he has a dick and you're probably grabbing it. So what's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? Not what's wrong with you being gay, obviously, but like yeah. what's wrong with you like... Being bothered by being it. Being bothered by it. Yeah. yeah. Like it just... I don't know what it is about the ass and people. Like, yeah. people just have an aversion or a love. But you know, it. the thing is that um, in like ancient Roman times, it, yeah. it was actually okay. Like, if you look at the Romans and the Greeks and all that kind of stuff. They were also having sex with boys, though, young yeah. boys. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, that's not okay. Yeah, Obviously, no. legal age is what I'm talking about. But they yeah. were open to the idea that men are able to have sex with men and it's just a sexual thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's really Western modern society that has mm. made it, like, religion has made it a big no-no. Yeah, it's like, when I think about that, sorry for all the religious people out there, I'm just going to say my opinion. When I think about that, I'm thinking you pray and you have to be righteous and you have to, I don't know, give to the poor, but you can't have sex with your ass. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I actually was not expecting. <laughs> like, well, this that. is what I'm not expecting. Yeah, like, yeah. how did we come? It's sodomy. In, and arrive. Yeah. How did we come? Yeah. How did we arrive to this thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where like it's, it's not okay it's not okay and I, and because i think that religions are man-made here we go i just blew off like five thousand catholic <laughs> listeners because i think it's 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 man-made there's an obsession with with that 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 part of the body of not doing it yeah do you think it's got something to do with like knowing that the way men can only have sex like intercourse and penetrate is through the butt so really that's why it's not allowed oh. at all 
I think in the Arab world, it might yeah. it might be a reason. Yeah. But yeah, so many women have sex, like yeah. anal sex before any other type of sex, even oral sex. Correct. Because they want to please the man. Yeah. And they don't want to lose their virginity, whatever that yeah. is. Oh, freaking hell. We but should do an episode about virginity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, mine was gone a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> you mean lack of virginity. <laughs> when, when did you lose yours, actually? 16. Really? Yeah, I was super young. And let, I, I'll, we'll leave it for another time, yeah. but let me tell you. Yeah, tell me. I actually would look at myself in the mirror differently. Like, oh, wow. I, I physically would look at myself and be like, I'm not the same person that I used to be. When you lost your virginity? When I lost my virginity, yeah. It was very traumatic for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, the experience wasn't traumatic. It's what I wanted. Yeah. But I'm just saying because of all the, like, culture and the family. and. Oh, my blah. God. It, for anybody listening, you have no idea, or if you did grow up in the Middle East or, or somewhere where sex is tied with shame, really, yeah. or extramarital sex... It is so, so, I think, overrated how much, like, virginity, what virginity is and what it does to you. Can I say, even what sex is. Oh, even what sex is, yeah. Like, it's not that good sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. especially the first time. Who the hell enjoyed it the first time? no. Nobody. like, get the fuck off Call us if you did actually enjoy it. Yeah, actually, can you please let me know? Yeah. Because I think that that's quite important to have that both sides of the story of experience, both anal, which is what we're talking about today, but also sex. And and one of the things that I've like, actually, I was looking at your notes here and it, it says, if you're really traditional, you'll be taken to the doctor to check whether you're a virgin or not by either your parents or your in-laws? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. And do they check your ass? Um, that was more about like sex. Oh, okay. Because what I was saying there Stop is reading that- my note, Lem. <laughs> <laughs> Stop going at getting ahead of me, Lem. Um, but no, essentially what happens, that's based on virginity. So oh, they don't yeah. really... But that's why they have anal sex and that's where I was coming from with that. Yeah. Is the reason that they check... The reason you do anal is because in Iran depending on how strict and cultural your family is yeah. and traditional, they will take your parents or your in-laws before you get married will take you to a doctor to check to see if your hymen is mm. intact. Mm. If you have had sex prior, you can actually have surgery to get your hymen replaced again. Yeah, I've heard about like that. Up. Like, yeah, it, it, and in Jordan you have to go to Lebanon to do it because it's cheaper and you get better surgeons just in case you're ever yeah, stuck there. Yeah, Iran, I'm, we're whores all, all <laughs> over the place. So <laughs> doesn't matter what country you're at, hymen stitching is cheap. Oh my God. Yeah. By the way, we use the term whore here to, uh, as a joke. Yeah. But yeah, are you planning to have sex, anal sex, anal do you sex. think in the future? Like, has it ever, like, is it, if you do shit well, if you do a surgery... Do <laughs> Somebody puts soap up your I think bowels. that I would like to try, hmm. but I would do so when I'm 100% comfortable with my husband because I'm pretty much just a newlywed. We've only really been married for like a year. Yeah, okay. And so I think that a lot of that is um, about being confident with each other. And even if I do yeah. shit on him, I want to know that yeah. he'd be like, yeah. oh, that's okay. Instead Can of- I shit on you? <laughs> Sorry. Just on your back. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah, Yeah, I'll tell you why I'm bothered by it and why that thought comes to my head. Because I saw a porno once and it was like a, a, not a porno, but someone sent it to me. It wasn't a porno porno to get me off. It was just like a ha-ha, look at this. Yeah. The guy was fucking the girl and as soon as he took it out of her ass, she shat 
everywhere. Oh. And the cameraman, mm. you could hear the cameraman going, Ugh! oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I think that's where I was quite turned off. Oh my God. That's why you pay for premium for Pornhub. <laughs> Because you don't get that shit. You pay. No pun intended. No, I did dry, I did go on a membership on Pornhub, what? yes. And it's yeah. so much better quality. Yeah. I highly advise for people who are sick and tired of cheap, stupid, bad acting in porn. Uh, also, I can't I can't watch porn with music. Yeah, right. I don't know why they put this stupid music. I, it just doesn't work it for doesn't. me. It no, doesn't. No, no, no. I have to hear the moaning and the breathing. I, I can't. I can't do the like... <laughs> yeah, I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. You can share the news, the word about our podcast via word of mouth. That's one of the most effective ways, actually. Or um, you can email us. You can tell us whatever you want, whatever you think, to podcast at becauseisaidso.com.au. And by the way, we have an Instagram at becauseisaidso underscore podcast. That's at becauseisaidso as one word, underscore podcast. Yeah, tell us Slide into our DMs. Tell us your anal stories. Tell us your anal story. Yeah, we'd we'd love to hear about that. We can talk about it. Any story. Any story. Anal, vaginal, clitoral, coitusy, noisal. (laughs) I mean, that was supposed to be nose. Do you know people have like fetishes? Anyway, (laughs) that's another fucking day. Yeah, that is another fucking day. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I said so. Fine.